So, Bill, you strike me as the type that is probably shot, killed, and eaten, cooked your own food. Have you ever done that? Um, Maybe not shot. Have you ever... Not necessarily. I used to... I did used to hunt, but mainly... So when I was younger, my mom used to cook it. Usually quail and dove, but... I don't so know. when I was a kid, I uh, lived on the Gulf Coast, and yeah. I used to go out in the backyard. I think we talked about this last week. Yeah, the blue and crabs. Stuff. Yeah, and I would. I would yeah. fish. I would catch all sorts of stuff, and I would... I used uh, to fish a lot. I would know. prepare it right there. I would literally... You know, I walked out to the... In my backyard was a dock. There was a pier. I'd go fish. I'd catch the fish. I'd bring it back up to my back patio. I'd cut its head off, clean it. I'd kind of play with the body parts sometimes. <laughs> and I'd cook it on a camping stove and eat it right there. And it was um, just something I learned to do as a kid. You remember what kind of fish they of were? Fun. Oh, I caught all sorts of stuff. Um, flounder was a, a big one. Yeah. Uh, saltwater cat. Okay. Um, we called them pinfish. <laughs> yeah, they got those they real... Yeah, they, lots of I've stuff. heard them called gaff tail cats, too. So that was uh, that was just kind of the way that I grew up was, um, you know, if I was bored, <laughs> I would go out back and yeah. catch my meal and cook it and prepare it and eat it and clean it all up. It was a lot of that fun. That would be cool so, to do that. So uh, kids today, I don't think, really have that skill set, but... Uh, if I were back in Florida, apparently there's a new delicacy that's um, got a few more legs than a fish does, and they call it the chicken of the trees. <laughs> but we can elaborate more on what Bill would call yard bird in a little bit. So you are listening to TDI Live. This is episode 26. I'm Matt. And I'm Bill. I'm Heather. I'm Stephanie. And welcome to our podcast. And Stephanie's still with us. This is pretty exciting. So is this your third episode now, Stephanie? Yep. I think. Mm-hmm. Is it all you hoped and dreamed it would be? More. More? <laughs> How exciting. So, what's going on in the world of tie-dyed iguana? I feel like I'm the only one that ever has anything new going on. You guys are just like, meh, nothing new. I can talk about something. You have something new. What's going on in the world of tie-dyed iguana on the marketing end? That's something really cool. A TV station in Poland asked us for permission to use our YouTube video, one of our YouTube videos and one of their TV shows. That was pretty cool. That was awesome. So, the marketing efforts are uh, starting to get a global reach which is pretty neat yeah so I, I forget what the the tv station was it was some they made it sound like it was a big station i don't know but they were doing a uh a feature on some sort of frog and they wanted to use our video use it that had our waxy monkey tree frog yeah so they had some name for the frog so i'm guessing there's some polish frog character or something that they're talking about or who knows but uh either way that video is being featured so if you are listening to this and you're in poland and uh, you saw us, <laughs> shout out. But I don't think anybody in Poland is listening, listening. right now. You yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, if this is your first time listening to our podcast, this is pre-recorded. However, we are broadcasting live on Facebook as we're recording. So our, uh, our Facebook audience can interact. So um, if you're listening to this on your podcast app and you want to join live sometime, we record Wednesdays at 1030 a.m. Central Time. Um, something else new in the world of Tide Out Iguana, um, and I'm not going to leak the details, but I need to let you know it's coming because I'm really excited. And uh, if yeah. you hear clicking in the background, it's being worked on as we speak. 
but we finally have our new um, line of t-shirts coming out. Um, should I give any details yet? Or should we keep it a secret? Secret. Secret. Should I tell them how many shirts there'll be? No. Okay. Shirts are coming. It's going to be awesome. We're probably about two weeks out. Um, hoping we can have these in production by Friday. Uh, we've hit a couple little hiccups, but you hear it? Click, click, click. Clicky. I don't know if they'll be able to hear it. No, you guys might not be able to hear clicky, that. But clicky. it's getting close. In theory, it's ready to go, but um, we needed to do a little bit of work on the image once we, we sent it over to the printer. It just wasn't quite up to par with what they needed from a uh, resolution Colin Wallen wants to come on as a so, guest. Colin. Colin, your absence has, uh, has officially ended the streak of, Hey, Colin! <laughs> so if anybody's ever watched our live videos, we had a, uh, a way that we would greet Colin for a while and... Well, I just can't do it when I'm sitting down. So, uh, anyway, I think that's about all that's new in the world of tie-dyed iguana. We got rid of the last of our indoor cultivator product yesterday that was discontinued. The staff had a free-for-all. Put some of it on eBay, and then what was left, I was like, ready, set, go. It was pretty hilarious. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I got that done. Yeah, like, we want the shelf. I want the wall. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, money. no, you can't they have the shelf. They are just being silly. So, um... We still haven't brought in any uh, other new stuff yet, and we got the, the Hikari food last week, which you're going to do a video on that, Heather, right? Yeah, sometime. So, yeah, when I can a, grab Eric. It's so. like a pre-made gel food of some sort, like a gel pellet or something. So Very interesting. Uh, Apparently animals love it. Yeah, I've never <laughs> used it, but I've heard really good things about it. So watch YouTube for a video on that, and then that, that video will be shared on Facebook too. Yeah, okay. I always share the, the YouTube stuff okay, on cool. Facebook. So, um, and then we're waiting about a week or two. Uh, we need to get our shrimp uh, end cap in. That'll be all redone. And then um, redoing some beta stuff, and then we're pretty much ready to rock and roll. So that's what's new in the world of TDI. So let's move on to our reptile industry news. Chicken of the trees. Well, Take this, it away. This kind of goes along with uh, what happened last week with the, uh, the iguanas falling from trees. Anyway, that they uh, they talk about in this news article, they talk about how people actually cook up iguanas. They catch hunt and catch iguanas in Florida, and then they uh, they actually cook them and eat them. Mm. And I I wouldn't do it because what? Because I would eat one. I don't I know. Elzers ate quite a few of them. Well, he's from Central America, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a normal food. So why would you not eat an iguana? I it just I don't know after working with like little lizard and everything for so long it's like I imagine Would you eat a dog? No. I would. They're pets. They're not food. Would you eat a cat? No, that's also a pet. No. Would you eat a human? No. No. They are also I would. pets. That's called cannibalism. <laughs> no, it's called sustenance. No. No, that's gross. So if you were in like a life or death situation and the person you were with was dead and preserved, you wouldn't cook that up and eat it? No. No. What? Uh, you no, guys have no know. sense of adventure whatsoever. Oh. No. Is this a unanimous no, really? I'm sure. It uh, depends on where and you're besides, at. I'm sure you can find you something to eat, other people, like you get like, you get like brain disease or something. Brain disease? I don't know. Well, you, you just don't want to. <laughs> no, it's it's called. Uh, Bill knows the name. I think it's curry or something like that. But curry? It's Curried curry. human? It's basically the. <laughs> Sounds they, like an Indian dish. It goes through um, these tribes of headhunters. Because when their relatives die, they eat the bodies and they eat the brain and they eat the. Basically, eat the it's basically mad cow disease, but in humans. Mad human disease. Yeah. And I they, have that. I was pissed uh, when I got here today. But no, they. Uh, <laughs> I was infuriated. <laughs> they have this tribe, and it's from eating the brain and the and the 
the spinal cord. And okay, stuff. well, I, I was, I mean, I would probably focus on like the muscly parts, like well, the beak, and some the people, steak. you know, they go for organs like liver and kidneys. And yeah, I don't usually eat organs. I'm gonna be eating lunch right after this. This is a wonderful. Me topic. too, actually. No, I never was. Where. So, um, okay, so eating South Florida's iguanas, so... Yeah, they, it, it's originally, it's a staple in the uh, the Caribbean or Caribbean, however you ooh, like so to say So how it. is it pronounced, Caribbean or Caribbean? Caribbean. But they're native... Caribbean, thank you, Walt Caribbean. Disney. Caribbean. <laughs> but the iguanas are native in the Caribbean, and the locals Caribbean. call them, uh, they call them chicken of the trees. Yeah, so see, you guys should be eating iguana, because uh, it's like a chicken. Bill calls chicken yard bird. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I used to uh, bring in, I think it was buckets of fried chicken from Walmart or something, and mm-hmm. me and Landon would eat it back yeah. in the day, and Bill's like, I smell some yard bird. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I've never had iguana, but um, I mean, I've worked with several of them, and they've got a big old chunk of meat on their tail and their legs. I wonder, is it white meat? Like, like alligator mm-hmm. is white meat. Maybe it's green it's, meat. It's green. pretty good. I don't know. Or red meat. <clears throat> I've it's had a alligator before. Yeah. I've, I've got zero issue consuming really any animal. I mean, the way I see it, it's the circle of life. I understand there's like the whole mental block of it being yeah. your pet. But if I were in a position where I could try something that I've never tried before, and I'll come out and say it, man, if I was, if somebody prepared dog or a cat and it was prepared right, I would you need definitely to take try a, that. Take a trip to Asia then. Yeah. You go right ahead. I'm you not saying I would chicken lips like, and I've had chicken, chicken toenails food. and bats and... Really? Oh, I would yeah, try bats. Oh, dude. Stephanie doesn't Oh, yeah. There's, you, there's a reason why you don't want to try no. that stuff. But why? we're going to be talking about that in the conspiracy series. Oh, okay. No, yeah. I definitely want to try it. Like, <laughs> when we were in Vegas, we went to this um, Asian restaurant. And, uh, dude, this was the coolest restaurant in the world. So, you went in there, and they were pushing around these carts that had the appetizers, like, literally, like, steaming hot, ready to go. And they would just push the cart up, and you'd pick what you want. They would put this little stamp on the card on your uh, table so you can get billed for it. And then you would just eat it. And uh, knowing that now, next time I go back, I'm not even going to order an entree. I'm just going to, like, appetizer it up the whole time. But they had chicken feet, which uh, was, it wasn't bad, but it was hard to eat because, uh, first of all, this particular restaurant, I don't I think they believed this. in napkins. Like they yeah, gave they me, didn't speak English. Yeah, they didn't speak English and they didn't believe in napkins. So they gave me chicken feet, which they were like the, I imagine like this, it'd be greasy. Dude, they were like this sticky, like soy sauce substance on it. And they're, they're probably and, tough as Well, nails, no, it wasn't. Too. It was tender, but there there was no utensils. It was just like, here's the chicken feet. Pick them up and eat them. So yeah. I'm like, okay. And I'm like, can I get a napkin? And they bring me like one half ply napkin that sticks to my hand instantly and rips <laughs> yeah, apart. And it's like it and, you yeah. pull it off and part of it's yeah. there. Yeah, like, I'll just eat that napkin yeah. with my chicken foot now. <laughs> And then it's like, can I have, can I have more napkins, plural? Here's another half ply napkin. I'm like, God damn people, really? Give me a pa- roll of paper towels. Something, like a wet wipe, like a spray <laughs> bottle of water, you know, something yeah. I can dip my fingers in. But uh, the problem with the chicken feet, it was tender, but uh, there wasn't any meat on it. It was just like skin. So right. it was like they salivating. Fatty. Yeah, they were fatty. There was skin. It's like a lot of small bones. Probably not very healthy. And the bone just like crumbled apart because I, oh. I asked the lady, I said, <laughs> Well, how I do I you eat, eat these? the bone? Ooh. Well, everything. Well, no, so you don't chew it up. So I say to the lady, I go, hey, how do I eat these chicken feet? And she goes, chicken feet. I said, yeah, how do I eat them? And she goes, chicken feet. I'm like, okay, chicken feet, whatever. <laughs> so I just like literally like bit the toes off <laughs> and I chew them up, but the bones aren't soft. It's not like a um, sardine oh, bone. So okay. I'm like spitting the bones out and trying to like separate the... around it. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, that has, that has, no. Sounds like it was no, more... It, sounds like it was more work. More work. Yeah. 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 I'll never do it again strictly because of the amount of work. Now, yeah. Yeah. had some... Maybe there's a trick. Like, maybe... Maybe, like, pull a string and, like... I bet yeah, there's yeah. a YouTube video. You can find it. You had this little thing of meat. And that's yeah. It. But, uh... Pre-cleaned. No, it was a giant pain in the ass. 
So, yeah, eating iguana. <laughs> Sounds like chicken feet. Um, what's the weirdest thing you guys have ever eaten? A uh, frog. Really? That's it? Yeah. You get that at the local Chinese restaurant. My parents tricked me into eating it when I was little. They told me it was fish. <laughs> then you ate it, and they're like, ha ha, gotcha. Yep, after I was done, they said, oh, that was frog Did you legs. cry? No, like, I was just like, oh, okay. But then when I tried them again later on in life, I, it tasted too much like how a frog smells to me. Uh, so gross. I was like, it tasted no. like your it really. It was store-bought, and I was like, huh. nah. What about you, Bill? Yeah. Um, no, I've had frog. I've had, um, you know, bison. I think a lot of people probably had that. Um, yeah, bison's alligator. I don't think anything, you know, raccoon. I had scorpion. Yeah, here. scorpion. Yeah, cockroaches yep. had those. Bill, you swallowed a fish before. Yeah, a gulf. A live yeah, fish. A live yeah. fish. Yeah. That was a long time ago. You did it to freak out Landon. Yeah. So I've never really, like, completely, like, delved into the sushi world. But uh, when we were in Vegas at another restaurant, um, I had sea urchin. Which was amazing. It was like 10 bucks for this little bite. I was like, dude, I want to try that. And it <laughs> literally tastes like the ocean. It was probably the best thing I've ever had in my life. I've had goat. I've ate goat. Yeah, I've never had goat. Yeah. It's so. kind of, it was kind of stringy and mm. kind of a stronger, stronger uh, taste. Yeah. I like sheep better. Yeah, I've lamb. never had sheep either. Lamb. Rack yeah. of lamb. No, I've had I lamb. don't like lamb. I've totally had lamb. What am I yeah. talking about? You said sheep and it threw me off. Well, yeah, just sheep and I had lambs. lamb at Disney World, at Morocco and Epcot. And a lot of the uh, euros are made with lamb. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, if you've ever eaten anything weird and uh, you're listening live right now, go ahead and post it in the comments and let us know what you've eaten. I'd be curious to know. And uh, keep it clean. Some of you watching, I can only imagine oh, the yeah. shit you're going to post. So keep it clean, please. Ish, cleanish. This isn't. We're gonna talk about Rocky Mountain oysters or something. Mm, I've never. I think uh, Eric's eaten those. Yeah. Yeah. I just call. I've them always been nuts. real leery about them. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I, would, I mean, I would eat that too. I've never tried it, but looks why like not? a looks like a looks like a testicle. Yeah. I was like, I'm not it gonna is. eat that. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, I'm, Bill. I'm not that adventurous. I'm sorry. Yeah, I am. I am absolutely boring. <laughs> All right. That's okay. So our weekly reptile myth debate, since we now know that iguanas are a delicacy. Um, I wasn't sure how to word this one. Yeah, it's, uh, I I think it's a, a I don't think this is as debatable as some, but it's still something worth talking about. So should you or should you not help your reptile shed its skin? And I guess it depends how you define help your reptile. Um, We have a lot of people that come in with shedding issues with their animal. Um, I think some of the more common issues are eye caps. We see that a lot on snakes, and um, otherwise just overall stuck shed on a animal. Yeah, um, I think we see a lot of uh, stuck like shed on like leopard gecko toes, tails. And oh toes. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I think that's pretty the common. Toes. So in my opinion, helping the animal is uh, necessary, but you've obviously got to know what you're doing and take necessary precautions. Um, do you guys want to elaborate on this? Otherwise, I I will gladly. You can go ahead. Um, you don't want to, like, rip it off. Yeah. Well, I want to talk yeah. about eye caps, because this is where people F it up. So, when yeah. a snake I has probably, a... He, I had to help know, mine. Hydrate the I had to help first. mine do it the other day. Well, so what I've seen people do with eye caps is they try to grab it with a pair of tweezers and rip it off. Yeah. But if you're not careful, you rip the good skin yeah. right off their eyeball. So, it's kind of like it's definitely got, skinning your eyeball. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely got to be <laughs> wet, and it's got to be moist, and it's got to be... Humid. you got to hydrate it. The yeah. night was humid. Can anybody name that movie? No. 
throw mama the night was from moist. Yeah, finally. What? Finally, mm-hmm. throw mama from the train. I've seen that. Billy Crystal and Danny DeVito. Billy yeah. Crystal's got like writer's block, and he's trying to write this book. Yeah. And he's going round and round and round mm-hmm. about how to start it, and he's like, "The night was hot. Okay, yet no, it was okay, wet. No, no, the I night get was it. sultry." movie's great yeah I've seen okay it. Yeah. bill go watch throw mama from the train That's have seen it. you have yeah. okay it's been a long time i just get vaguely i remember Me the too. old lady yeah. hitting him in the head with a frying pan <laughs> 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 mama this is my friend owen <laughs> um or larry so eye caps so what i've always done when i shed an eye cap um i do use tweezers but there's a very defined like space like there's a flap there's a flap between the old eye cap and the good eye cap so you got to make sure it's humid. You got to make sure it's uh, you know been moistened. And then I go in there with an edge of a pair of tweezers. I don't grab it, but I just take the edge of them and I kind of like fleck at it. Is that a word? Is is that a proper yeah, adjective flick, or verb? Flick it. Well, fleck, fleck is like. Flick, I like flick fleck it. it off. I don't flick it. No, I, fleck is like I don't know. Well, fleck I like is like a little edge. piece of confetti on the flame. There's a fleck of confetti on. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's what I think. <laughs> okay, so I take the edge of the tweezer and I. I I know what you're talking like, about. I, you just kind of like fleck it. I don't know. I. Fleck and flick it, and um, but yeah, it should just kind of you like try lift. to get a little piece of the skin to come up to where you can grab. But it. you don't, yeah. But I don't grab it and pull it because if you're right. just flecking it, yeah. <laughs> then it'll it'll separate, and then you can see it and you can pop it off. But if you just grab something and you've grabbed the wrong part, you're gonna freaking. I've rip used out like eyeball. masking tape too. Yeah, I've I've had a hundred percent success. I just used my thumb way. and I just kind of gently rubbed her eye, and then it it, it sl- kind of slips. It really off depends sometimes. too. Yeah, it's like I've got. I mean, Everybody's if, the, got their own yeah. if the snake's like completely dehydrated and stuff, then it's going to be. But the thing with eye caps, if you if you're unsure and you've never done it, don't do it. Find nope. someone that can help you. Yeah. We do it. Um, mm-hmm. We'll help you for free. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's going to be your biggest one. Now, as far as tails and toes go, um, Stefan, do you have any methods that you'd like to share on how to assist shed that? No, it doesn't matter. No. I just, I mean, I just soak them or use some sheddies and kind of rub it. You know, a method that, uh, spots, that Dr. Craig always used that worked really well was put them in a container of warm water with a wet towel yeah. um, and then leave them in there with the lid closed and they'll crawl all over the towel and whatnot. That's what I used to do with like our arboreal stuff. Yeah, and just the humidity will help get it yeah. off. Um, I put them in water with Or the, gently like rubbing. Like The way I always explained it to customers was, um, it's kind of a funny way to explain it, but if you have a child with uh, chocolate stuck on their face and you take your thumb and like rub the chocolate off their face, mm-hmm. yeah. that's about the amount of pressure you want to use when you're doing right. this. Right. But if you ever have to like peel the skin, yeah, that's uh, that's not. You good. run the risk. Yeah, because then so. you might take off the layer of skin under it, and then mm-hmm. that's, we've seen that. Yeah, I've seen people do that with snakes Ugh. where they try to shed yeah. it, and they literally just like rip the skin off yeah. of the snake, and now they're all like open sores and yep. Ugh. yeah. I, I seem to remember seeing a lot of that back in the day with baby corn snakes. I remember seeing it a lot. I remember seeing it with ball pythons and boa constrictors a lot. People coming in where they were trying to like assist shed and they didn't do it right and they were ripping scales and skin. And yeah. What a damn mess. I can hear your chair, Bill. Okay, I'll stop. Right. <laughs> He's swinging in his <laughs> chair. It's like creak, 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 creak. Um, do you guys have any other uh, anything else you'd like to share on this reptile myth debate? Should you or shan't you? And add like a human box or something. You should, but only like in a certain way. You should do it, yeah. Helping, I we would encourage you, our stance at Tide Iguana is, yes, help your animal shed, but make sure you do it safely and properly. And if you're unsure, find out how. Call us, message us, email us, whatever, and we can help you. 
And then and, we can uh, help you prevent it from happening again. Yeah. Humid hides or proper husbandry spray that can rehydrate their body that you can use daily. And the reason why it's so important is because, like, in leopard geckos, their toes, like, if the stuck shed, it constricts and cuts oh, off yeah, the no. circulation of their toes. Like, a lot of times if we see some uh, dry shed stuck and we release it, um, the, you can see the, re- the toes turn red because of all the blood rushing back to it. So it cuts off circulation. You can possibly lose a toe, or if it's on the tail, you can lose a tail. So, what do you yeah. think I've seen a lot of toe, like? missing toes on, on leopard geckos. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Do you think when you take that like band of skin off, the sensation is like your foot falling asleep? And it's just like, Whoa! Yeah, and it hurts. Probably. And it hurts. It, it, it probably hurts. And sometimes <laughs> yeah. there's a little bit of like, I, like if it's really bad, it might like have a little drop of blood or something. But Drop of blood. Yeah. Uh-oh. What was that? Oh, that was... Uh, that was a vendor calling me. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So let's like move on to... Green had a seizure. Yeah, it happens. Let's move on to my favorite segment of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you Conspiracies, Theories, and Mysteries. Insert evil laugh. <laughs> This is hilarious to me. Why do you guys look at me like I'm a complete <laughs> idiot? Screw you guys. All right, so uh, we have smiling. one word here, and uh, I've got all sorts of stuff I want to say about this, but we'll see where it goes. One word. Are you ready for it? Yeah. What is that word? You want to say it? It's... Bird? No. It's coronavirus. That is the virus that you get when you go to a popular Mexican resort and you order a corona, also known as douchebaggery. Also known as spiked up gelled hair at the beach. <laughs> also, also known as I'm wearing my Abercrombie sandals on the beach. I'm sorry, I'm being an asshole. I'm going to offend somebody. Um, Bill, do you have anything on this? Because I, I got something on I, this. I got something on I, I don't think it's as big a deal as what they're making it it's out to not. be. It's not. I agree. Because I, I heard a story, a uh, news report a few days ago. And it said that there was a woman that was cured of the coronavirus, and it was someplace in China. And in Wuhan. Wuhan. I don't know if it was Woo-hoo. that city, but it was another that's one like where around almost all there. of it's coming out that's, of Yeah, Wuhan. that's the one where they got yeah. it blocked. They got yeah. it shut down. They shut down. But uh, they said that she was in her 50s. She was cured, and they did blood work, and they mm-hmm. come back, no coronavirus. And they just said, okay, and you can go. Well, and she it's left. just like... It's just like no, it's no different than any other strain of flu. It's, it's, it's similar it to the S, uh, SARS, well, I think. Well, it's not even, it's, it's and the that's not, the SARS um, Yeah, and numbers. it's not, I mean, and I don't even know, because I, last I heard there was 40-something people that died, and I don't know. 132 deaths as of today with okay. it. Okay. Dun, you know dun, what? dun. But, but in the last a lot year, more... we've had 8,200 deaths due to the flu. Yeah, like, so, so in yeah. comparison to the normal flu, it's not that big of a deal, yeah. Exactly. Why is nobody talking about the flu? If then? that's actually true, yeah, I mean there might not be that many people. Maybe they're over exaggerating the death. But I know, know that they um, have shut down. Well, so you know, China always shuts down for their New Year or whatever. Right. But I know they've extended their shutdown till February 9th, right? Like to keep it out of yeah, to try to keep people. Yeah. But I heard there's some British in Australia. Airways shut down all and then flights some into in France. British Airways shut down all flights into and out of China today. Yeah. But it's all fake. I yeah, know. I I think. Do you want to share just, your opinion? Heather? I think it's just something to clog the news. Yeah, well, that's where I'm going with it. Yes. but I'm not going to hijack. There's this other topic. other things that are going to be released that they don't want. Yep. Heather's about to, to pop. About. 
Go. All right, go ahead. Go. I was going to tell you why I said earlier it's not such a good idea to go eat exotic foods. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So apparently they think the source of the coronavirus was a uh, a restaurant in the in market in the Wuhan province where they uh, served dishes that included wolf pups, bats, rats, and the Chinese crate, which is type of snake, hmm. and the Chinese cobra. And they think that the the coronavirus might have come from the snakes that they were serving. But some people say yes, some people say no, so they're not sure. I just watched a video but that's on one that of the theories. They, they showed people over there eat bat. Basically, they take a live bat, and they throw it in, like you do crab. Take a live bat, throw it in water, boiling water. That's a weird wind. way to boil a and then, bird. And then, <laughs> yeah, Basically. and then, no, they don't skin it or nothing. It's wings, everything, and then they All put it on a plate. But they said no. that, um, but the crab the, at least is going in what it lives in, water. You're taking it from water to water and then boiling it. You're not in avian, But anyway, they're in, these bats carry the coronavirus. Or water. And then it's like people are eating these bats that have the coronavirus and... And apparently it's something fairly common in animals, and I guess... They said it's super common in animals, and Yeah, they were saying, but not as much in humans, but they said they'll have a vaccine for it within the next yeah. year. And then no, I see, see... By that time, it, by the yeah. time they get the vaccine, it's not going to be done. Exactly. By the time they get the vaccine, yeah. it's kind of like the Ebola yeah. thing. By the time they get the vaccine, the election will be over. Yep. Boom. There it is. Three years ago, there was a presidential election, and everyone's talking about Ebola virus. Yeah. And Trump sudden, gets elected, and all of a sudden, Ebola's gone. Now, here we are. We're, what, eight or 11 months? We're about a year out. Ten years. Ten months. Yeah. Ten months out from a presidential election. Um, there's an impeachment hearing going on. There's all sorts of corruption and scandals, and, oh, no, coronavirus. Yeah. And then the, uh, what do you call them? The sheeple. The sheeple, sheeple of America sheeple. say, oh no, Meh. viruses, let's ignore what's going on at the upper levels of our government and focus on 132 people that have died. I think it's, else. I think the focus is still on what's going on politically. Well, too. I don't doubt that the coronavirus is real. Oh, I, I do believe I that. I think it's a distraction. Though. Apparently the strain has, uh, was, had a patent on it. So it's, it, it was manufactured. It was manufactured. Of course. Oh yes. yes. But every time we have a presidential election, in particular, some sort of like, you know, heat within the government, um, there's a distraction. Yeah. It's a friend of mine. Um, it's like, we're doing this, so no, look over here while we're doing this. A friend of mine you that know? I went to high school with um, ended up far more successful than myself, and he was in Africa doing uh, research on monkeys or whatever, and he ended up getting quarantined because he was exposed to Ebola or whatever. It was hilarious. There was a video of him online. And, uh, yeah, they quarantined him and wouldn't let him, like, back in the country or whatever. And oh, wow. Yeah, it was just uh, it was just bizarre how you take something like Ebola, which really in the grand scheme of things is just a drop in the bucket, yeah. and uh, the entire world, or the entire country at least, focuses on it because they're scared. Right. And then... Well, and they overhype it too. It's like, oh, oh yeah. my gosh, I just saw the, the worst parts. They don't say, well, you know, if you do this, this, and this, and you won't catch it, you know? It's just a respiratory infection. It yeah. literally, yeah, or, it's okay. all it is. Yeah. Just it's, it's a just really like bad a, one. It's like a head cold. Yeah, but, but people just ignore it like they do the flu. And, and it's the way they, they bury their I think Corona too. is the infection of one's pride, and that's why they drink Corona. I'm sorry. I drank Corona when I was younger, I've too. never had I, Corona. That's I drank disgusting. Corona. Everybody drank Corona, but yeah. you it's have to late. admit, anybody that's ever drank a Corona, when you look at, like, your stereotypical, it's just, I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah. You can't help but make fun of people. <laughs> can't help it. It's just, so if you are a Corona lover and I am hurting your feelings, 
you'll be okay. You're going to live. Sometimes feelings get hurt. Just go open another Corona. Just go, yeah, go drink another Corona. <laughs> and go after about a 12-pack, you'll start to catch a buzz and you won't feel so bad. And pet the puppy. So pet the puppy. Find a puppy and find a safe space. <laughs> so, so Bill, do you... Um, you, I think at one point you just said that you thought it was fake. I mean, do you believe... Well, it's not really fake. I think it's uh, it's engineered and it's it's on purpose. It's, it's So as far as it being engineered then, who do you think would be responsible for releasing it? Well, I mean, it could have been the Chinese. Why would uh, the Chinese want to do that, though? I don't know. I mean, I get it. Like, if, if I follow my conspiracy about being a distraction from the American election... Yeah. Um, you would think that the Chinese would have nothing to do with it unless well, the Chinese wants to just, interfere. That's where Ground Zero was, and then you know, then that you know just has other parts pop up like Australia and France, and now United States, and and I think there's some in South. Don't America they have one now. in Chicago? Isn't yeah, said? I've heard Chicago, yeah. but I mean it's. I think they just had their first case in Finland too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's it's getting around, or so they say it's getting around. A lot like Bill. And uh, well, the flu is everywhere, so why not? This yeah, is and it's everywhere. just like and so 132 deaths globally. Is that what you said as yeah. of today? Mm-hmm. So 132 deaths globally, but we're focusing on that rather than children running with scissors. Yeah, because I think children running with scissors has killed like 133. I'm just making that up. Someone should Google that. that. Someone needs yeah. to fact check me. I'm gonna fact. How check many people die up. every year from running with scissors? <laughs> you're gonna google yeah. how many people die from running they probably don't die from running with they just scissors. get hurt i mean unless you get them unless well it's no like, man what do you mean fall and it goes through your neck or your throat or i have a pair of scissors that um can be used for a ribbon cutting have you do you remember those yeah. you those them? big giant ones? yeah those giant like a two and a half foot pair yeah. of scissors and they're yeah. sharp as hell man really remember i was running around the store cutting things with them like cardboard boxes yes and... i remember that you don't I remember that I, bill heather I does think i remember you that. were trying to cut little stuff with it too oh yeah i was being ignorant like i'm gonna cut a heart out of this paper with my giant scissors. So, are you finding any Not facts? Not finding any no. facts. No. Okay, so Maybe coronavirus has killed more people than running with scissors. All right. Yeah. We've now debunked that. Well, I feel like we've Imagine accomplished that. a lot with our uh, our show so far today. So, why don't we move on to to Heather's segment? So, I'm curious what you have in line for us. It's just it's just a little game. It's called Getting to Know You. Ooh. Nothing really exciting, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to get to know you all. Ne- I'm gonna save that for next week, maybe. What getting to know you? No. Oh, something no, exciting. One? Oh. Maybe. We'll see. Okay. We'll, well see. let's do it. All right. So, what three items would you take with you on a deserted island? Who's mm, starting? Anyway. I would take something to process wood. Well, wait a minute. Wood? It's a desert <laughs> island, so there's probably wood. nothing there. You like cut it up and oh, so a knife, like or a saw. knife or a okay. axe or a saw or something. <laughs> it's a process wood. Did you say a desert island? Do process a deserted a deserted island. island. Okay, so I would say something to process wood down to make a fire. Um, if it's got, you know, if it's, if it's a tropical. Wood. Well, see, you're not um, going to know that until you get there. So you right. So I don't. I mean, that wisely. would be. I don't know. I guess an axe or. No, I, just a knife, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Take down a tree with yeah. a pocket knife. But, uh, Could be done. Oh, that would suck. Then, Can you uh, imagine that? Fire <laughs> with unlimited ammo. That way of for course. protection and... Protection from the deserted from, island. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and any animals that might be on there that could pose a threat. Or you hunt. Yeah. Or, right. and, uh, I don't know. I don't know what else. Yeah, this is a hard one. What about you? Well, I'm going to take my husband. That way he can take care of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Matt. The island is no longer deserted. <laughs> yeah, I got to take him with me. 
Well, you know what? That's cool because at least it means I have a woman on the deserted island. So, (laughs) (laughs) and I didn't even have to use one of my three wishes for that. Yeah. I I hijacked your wish, so we're good. There you go. Sign me up. I know. But if I take you, then you have three wishes too. So now we have six things. With our powers combined, (laughs) what else would you bring? Um, I don't know. I have to think about this real quick. You go. I'd bring a piece of fishing line with a hook. That's a good one. Piece of fishing line with a hook. Yes. Um, a knife because uh, it can hunt an animal with a knife, like a, a decent sized knife, like uh, at least twelve inches. I definitely need at least twelve inches in my life of steel. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and then a piece of flint. Oh yeah, lighter. He's still impressed me with something. his flint before. Flint. So when we first started dating, we went uh, camping and they forgot the matches, and I had this little like block of magnesium with flint, and so oh. I started like scraping like. Pocket lint. Yeah, pocket lint out my jeans, and I was Started like, us a fire. I was like, I got you guys. Did so, you actually do that? Uh-huh. Yeah. Really? No, yeah. he did. I have a, wow. Actually, I have one of those blocks at home. I have an unopened one. I'll bring it to you. It's I think I've cool. got them. It's like a, just a bar of magnesium yeah, and like a magnesium. steel like rod top. or something. Yeah, it, it's flint on top of it, and then you hit okay. it with your knife. So you scrape. You need, um, you need more than the magnesium, but what I did is I start with like, if you take a knife and run it over your jeans, you get lint off right. of the jeans. So you get your little lint pile, scrape right. your magnesium into it. And then obviously you need to have other fuel ready to go. Right. But then you just hit it with the flint and that magnesium okay. sparks, which sparks. I just uh, don't see you being the type to do that. He really? was a Boy Scout. <laughs> yeah, dude, that really that survive. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think I remember That's you. why I'm yeah. taking him on this island with me. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Heather? I'd take a motorboat. That way I could get <laughs> off the island. <laughs> She thought about that. <laughs> yes, I did. I I would just a need a, a motorboat, a water supply, and some food. Heather's all about motorboating. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. That's a smart way to do it, to get off a desert island. All right, what's there next? Is. All right. Now, this one will be cool because I know Matt will have a good answer to this. Do you collect anything? <laughs> you really want me to start? <laughs> I'll start. Okay. What I collect, collect uh, Funko Pops and Build-A-Bears. You do. They get delivered here almost daily. <laughs> no, Funko maybe Pops. once a week or something. Yeah. yeah. Bill collects. <laughs> what do you collect? I'm not going to say. I won't ruin I it. I collect um, ammunition and firearms. <laughs> and. Do you remember when Bill was having things. crates of Russian ammo delivered here? Yes. yes. Or delivered here? Delivered here. God, <laughs> they, were, they were heavy. <laughs> yeah, like UPS would show up and there'd be like this wooden crate with like <laughs> Russian or Japanese or Chinese. Just, Something that doesn't belong being delivered to the front desk of Tide out Iguana. <laughs> and it was just like assault rifle ammo. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just like, I wouldn't say assault rifle. I know what no. Stephanie collects. Was it machine gun ammo, Bill? No. For it's, your machine guns? It's semi-auto. No, there's I'm semi-auto. being an asshole. I know. I, know. <laughs> I collect um, a couple things. So I collect Dooney and Burke Disney purses. And then I collect shoes. I probably have over 300 pair of shoes. Oh so God. does my sister. So, How many handbags do you yeah. have? I was in the closet the other day, and I was like, holy shit. And my Dooney and Burke's probably, of my Disney ones, probably 25 to 30. Yeah. There's a bunch of them. Yeah, because they do all the limited release stuff. They'll do, like, pass holder stuff and different anniversaries and events. So that's huh. a newer thing. Only within the last maybe, like, two... Two three, Probably about three years. Three years, maybe? Uh-huh. Yeah. So, what I collect is all Disney-related. I collect... Um, Disney artwork. I follow Jasmine Beckett Griffith. She does a lot of like anime style fairy art, but um, she's contracted with Disney and she does renditions of a lot of the princesses. So I don't even know how many pieces I have anymore. We've got a lot. Um, and then there's some other artists that I um, that I like but don't necessarily follow. So there's one that goes by Shag. Um, 
you just saw that piece I just mm-hmm. got, the Haunted Mansion piece. Yeah. And then kind of whatever, like, suits my fancy when I'm at Disney. They've got a lot of, like, fine art areas that I like to hit. Yeah, like Darren Wilson. Yeah, Darren Wilson's a good one. But Jasmine Beckett is the one that I officially collect. I've got her entire Disney line with the exception of one and a half pieces. And I say one and a half because I like to collect the um, the limited edition signed ones. Yeah. And so I'm missing one of those. And then one of the other ones I have a print on, but it's not the limited edition signed piece. So one and a half. Oh, well. And then I also collect um, Disney Magic Bands and pins. Because I am a grown man that has a Disney fetish. Poor choice of words. I like I like Disney. Yeah? Is I it like your Disney fetish? Stuff. No. 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 Mine either. <laughs> All right. <laughs> moving on. All right. We'll do one more question today. What did you want to be when you were small? When you were a kid? What did you no, want no, to so be? I am small. Have you seen the size of me? I am a small man. What do you, what do you want to be when you were little? I wanted to be an astronaut and I wanted to live in the rainforest. My sister cracks up every that, time. That makes no sense. I know. I just I wanted to like live in the jungle, but I wanted to be an astronaut. Yeah, I wanted Here to I work am. at a zoo. I live in the St. Louis area and sell exotic reptiles. You wanted to work in a zoo? At a zoo. Well, at we, a zoo, in a zoo. You're kind of close. I mean, we're a zoo. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Oh, the staff here is a zoo. I've had yeah. pretty much many zoos my whole life. <laughs> my own stuff. I wanted to be but. a nurse. I'm going to go to nurse school still, though. And she said that the other day. She's but like, I'm not going to go to work. I'm just going to go to be a nurse. <laughs> <laughs> it's something good to, I mean, that inf- that is good information to know. Sure. First aid and stuff. I think I originally wanted to be an artist. Yeah. But then I wanted to work with animals. Well, shit, Heather, you have your dream job, except now you I used to draw and stuff a lot. You still do. I don't draw and stuff for this work. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I'll draw something, like, over an animal or something to make it look funny. Do you ever draw, like, at home? No. A what? At home? No. Oh, draw at home. I thought yeah. you said, do you draw an ohm? And uh, an ohm, have you guys ever seen Fantastic Planet? Yes. It sounds... You've obviously seen it. Dude, it is a freaking weird one. It's it a French weird. animated film from the 70s. Really? And um, this is cool. You should check it out, Heather. Fantastic I, Planet. I love, sounds, I love old sounds cartoons. Really and it's, it's overdubbed oh. in English. But uh, what there is, is... Um, I forget what the aliens are called, but these al- this alien race, they keep humans as pets. And uh, um, I think the humans were called ohms. Mm-hmm. And uh, it follows um, this one particular ohm who gets with the other ohms and, like, helps them get smart so they can escape the Fantastic... Or escape to Fantastic Planet. Fantastic yeah, it's Planet. called ohms. Yeah, Fantastic Planet is the planet that all the aliens worship, and they do, like, these meditation practices so that they can, like, astral project to the Fantastic Planet. Oh, this looks and, weird. I'm, look, I'm looking at my phone. Yeah. I've got it on DVD if you want to borrow it. I'll bring it up for you. But, I'm uh, sure I can watch it on the internet you probably somewhere. Can, but make me feel good. Tell looks, me you need to borrow it. It looks... <laughs> Strange. No, it's cool. It's psychedelic as hell, too. Yeah. I mean, you can bring it in for me. I don't... I mean, you have a DVD You don't even player? have a TV, Bill. I got a DVD. I got my laptop. Oh, okay. Hmm. Laptops no. can play yeah. DVDs, just not Blu-rays. Yeah. Really? Unless it's it not a Blu-ray. Blu-ray. No, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, this is old school. Okay. But uh, anyway, when you said draw an ohm, that's what I thought of. But uh, no, it's well, really he didn't neat. say draw ohm. He said oh. draw at home. Never mind. I'm hearing things. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, cool movie. So those of you listening, check out Fantastic Planet. I used to, back in my younger days... When I would throw parties that sometimes got a little out of control, I like to put that movie on in the background just because typically somebody would enter a state of mind where it was entertaining. Landon liked watching that. Yeah. Did was, they, is that was that made like in the seventies? Yeah. Yeah, it okay. said it was nineteen seventy three. Seventy three. Oh, okay, so French. yeah, that's the. You were like forty in seventy three, <laughs> Bill. <laughs> you were retirement age. <laughs> yeah, Have you guys was... seen the um, the Netflix miniseries Dracula? 
No. Yeah, you should check that out. It just made me think about when I was talking about how old Bill is, because Dracula was old. So, all right. Do you have any other questions for us? No, that's about... We'll, we'll wrap it up. Do you have a random fact you want to share about yourself, since this is Get to Know You? Random fact. What's the, what's the one thing about Heather Bechtolt that nobody knows? <laughs> well, we all know it. Really? I don't know it. Oh, were you talking... Oh. Oh. That one time I went to a... Oh, let's hear it on TV. <laughs> when, uh, okay, when Bob Barker was still the host of it, we went. We were on uh, one of the episodes of Price Right. We weren't one of the contestants, but we were in the audience. So were you in the back, like screaming and jumping up and down, and like? Ah! I love Price is Right. Yeah. It's always on the TV at yeah. the gym in the morning. <laughs> oh, it's funny. It's not the same though without Bob Barker. It's not. I agree. No. What about who you does know? it now? Jim Carrey. Drew Carey. Drew Carey. Drew Carey. Drew Carey. Hey, come on down. <laughs> it's a tiny studio. It yeah. looks big on TV, but it's tiny. Yeah. Everything looks big on TV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> knew you were going to turn that. What's a random fact about you, Bill? Mm. Tell us something. Tell us something that nobody knows. Although the people in this room might know it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Bill and doesn't even know. About it no. Oh, okay. You guys don't have to give any random facts. Then. I don't, I don't have one about me necessarily either, except uh, that I've uh, I have anger issues sometimes. <laughs> my uh, my mood can change like not even in the flick of a switch. Like you look at the switch and my mood's changed. That can be kind of rough, but thanks to CBD, whiskey, and comfort food, like the aspirin <laughs> bedding incident yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll go ahead and wrap this up. So. I guess we didn't get a lot of interaction on Facebook today, huh? Or did you forget to look at it? No? A few people watching, though? Everybody's at work. Everybody's So, thank you, everybody, for uh, listening. If you're listening to this, it is Thursday, January the 30th, in which case we have effectively traveled through time. I'm going to rock that one as long as I can. That's fine. That's fine. Well, when was our time travel episode? Maybe like 10 episodes ago? I have Uh, no idea. No, it wasn't that many episodes ago. Yeah, I think it was maybe four or five. We had a time travel episode, so... We are traveling through time. Otherwise, today is Wednesday, January the 29th, as we record this. Uh, TDI Live is the official podcast of Tie-Dyed Iguana. And uh, our goal here is to solve all of the world's problems in 40 minutes. So if you're just joining us, I'm glad that we could, you know, elaborate on eating humans. Um, what? Having a leopard gecko's toe fall asleep. <laughs> drinking Corona on the beach in Mexico to distract people from Donald Trump. And... The Price is Right. <laughs> you're just, you're just, you're just, oh, God. You can find us everywhere. We're on Podbean, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, YouTube, and Spotify. So just search for TDI Live, and there's also a link on our website, which is www.thetdi.com. So thank you for listening. I'm Matt. And I'm Bill. I'm Heather. And I'm Stephanie. And you just listened to Tide Out Iguana's podcast, TDI Live. Thank you for listening to Tie-Dyed Iguana's podcast, TDI Live. And don't forget to visit us on the web at www.thetdi.com. Just shows us that anything can happen this year